0: Yo, 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 welcome back to another edition of Jake's Takes. I am your host, Jake Masucci, and today we are going to do part two of our March Madness extravaganza. We got my guy, Jonas Arone, hopping on with me, and we're going to talk all things Big East. We get into most of the Big East teams that are in the tournament, and really discuss their routes, and we also discuss some upset teams that are lurking about. We also discuss the Iowa Hawkeyes. Jonah Sarone, big Iowa guy. And, you know, we discuss all that. We discuss a little bit of our upbringing. It's a it's a good podcast. This was a really fun podcast. And at the end, Jonah gives his final four and his champion. And since you guys already know my final four, I got to throw a out my champion in there too so we're gonna get into all of that on today's episode so sit back relax and enjoy i'm gonna cue the music All right, welcome back into Jake's Takes. I'm your host Jake Masucci, and today I got a special guest with me. I got my guy Jonah Saron. and I, I am here. I'm so excited to have you, Jonah. Um, we got March Madness upon us, that's and that's I so. am so excited to get into that. Uh, but Jonah, we've grown up together for so long, and all we do is talk hoops. That's all we do. We talked about right. LeBron going to the finals. We talked about college basketball. We got into all of it. And yeah. especially back in the day when I was all Michigan and you were all Iowa, right. that's all we talk about. We get heated
1: at the lunch table from time to time. I'm for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: 100%. So yeah. I'm so excited to have you on. This is yep. part two of the March madness extravaganza. I can't even say it, but, um, I'm really excited to have you. Jonah, why don't you tell um, the audience a little bit about yourself, a little bit what you're
1: doing now. Um, how long you've been a basketball fan? Just fill the audience yeah. in. So I think I started watching, uh, weirdly enough, I actually think I started watching the NBA before college basketball. Okay. Remember the first time I watched it, it was LeBron versus the Spurs. Okay. And then I yep. got into college basketball and Iowa basketball, probably around fifth grade about. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I've been playing basketball, with Jake, just about my whole life.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. We had some good
1: JV squads. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shout out yeah, Coach Kala. <laughs> uh, I'm a frequent listener of Jake's takes, so I get some knowledge from there. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. That's that's about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Jonas, Jonah and I have been close for a long time, and I was really excited to get him on this podcast. And um, trust me, his college basketball knowledge very impressive he knows what he's talking about his especially his hawkeyes and now he's at xavier so he's got to know both now right so um yeah no and both of your teams are in the tournament so we got to discuss both your teams first we're going to start with iowa because that's where you grew up and that's your team so um we talked about a little bit in part one of the podcast but fill us in on iowa this year how how they're doing how they're looking they got um They they got Auburn first round. So fill us in in a little bit about Iowa and their season so far.
1: Yeah. So Iowa's had – I mean, they've had a typical Iowa year, a little in and out of the top 25. Um, Their best player is Chris Murray. You probably know his brother Keegan Murray, who's an NBA star – or not star, sorry, but he's a high NBA He's he's been doing well. He's been doing great. He's (laughs) on that path. Yeah. so. So, I mean, he's basically just a replica of his brother. Um, then we got the McCaffrey brothers. They're sons of the head coach McCaffrey or coach McCaffrey. Yep. Um, I think Jake knows in the past, I haven't always been a fan of them. Yeah. Especially when they were starting over Keegan Murray, when Iowa was a top five team in the country. I could have had a lot better season. If we didn't have the future player of the year on the bench there. <laughs> the coach's kid. But um, they're both older now and they're looking good. Um, they got a guard, Perkins. He's dangerous. Um, and then sort of just like, the general themes of Iowa basketball, it's funny because it's like the exact opposite of Iowa football, but it's great offense and terrible defense. <laughs> so their offense is fun to watch. I think they're like a top five, definitely top ten offense this year. Mm-hmm. They've been probably an elite offense for about four years now. Yeah. One thing they do amazingly well is like most teams will out the ball to the three-point line. When you watch mm-hmm. Iowa play, their first pass is nearly to half court every time. Yeah. So, they're just out on teams like that. Yeah. Again, their defense, I was looking at some stats earlier today. I think they're around, like, 155th.
0: Oh, sheesh. In the country. So, so,
1: the defense falls off a little bit. <laughs> right. So, I think they'll beat Auburn first round.
0: Okay. okay. And because
1: of their offense, you can't count them out against Houston. But if okay. there's one thing anyone knows about Iowa basketball, it's that they never make it to the sweet sixteen. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I don't see them pulling it off against Houston, unfortunately. Um, I think that's where the right ends for the Hawks this year. A typical okay. Iowa year. Okay. But yeah, they're 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 a good team this year.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um to add on a little bit, like the three point shooting in Iowa is ridiculous. Absolutely really, really yeah. ridiculous. Like Chris Murray has looked really good this year. And they got shooters all over the place all the time. Like, when you're yeah. looking at Iowa, you know it's three-pointers are coming up. And yeah. they had some good wins this year. Like, I talked about it when we were talking about Indiana in part one. They beat Indiana mm-hmm. by 40 points at Indiana. And this was right after yeah. they uh, played Purdue yeah. like, and beat them pretty, pretty handily, like controlled the game. It's yeah. like you just don't know with Iowa
1: because they can just they're, be they're so on. Where it's I think tough. um, I think this year they had like the biggest against the spread loss ever. Word. They were like That's favored insane. by over thirty, and they lost by like. 10 <laughs> I think something. I remember actually, that really it was it was yeah. early in the season. It but, that was early, but yeah, yeah, they're inconsistent to say the least. Yeah, no,
0: inconsistent to say the least. Um, some of their big games, they they actually beat Iowa State by nineteen, which now looks yeah. really good because Iowa I will State, say,
1: um, yeah, they're good. I will say they came out red hot that game. Like I will say, it was a, a little bit of luck. They could not. I think, <laughs> I think they just went up legit by like fifteen point, like fifteen to start the game. It was crazy. Oh, sheesh, sheesh. Yeah, but it no. was a little bit lucky there, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I would. I mean.
0: It's like we were saying, like they can just get really hot. Right. And you know, it's it's tough. I mean, they they had a good win against Maryland. They beat them by 14. Yeah. They uh went one and one against Michigan State. And uh like we were saying, like they're good. They're really good. Uh, another out of conference game. They actually lost to TCU, but TCU's mm-hmm. turned out to be really good also. Yeah. So like with Iowa, like a 100% a possibility. This game with Auburn is so hard because, like I was talking about earlier, you got Wendell Green Jr. on the other side, Monster, he's right. from Michigan area. He was a really good high school player over here, and he's been unbelievable at Auburn. And then um, I think it was Katie Johnson. I might be saying his name right. I don't know. But I talked about him on part one, and the guy's ridiculous. Like, he brings so much energy to the floor, really good defensive guard and he's just strong. He's burly strong. He was a really big piece in their team last year and he's back and he's been great. And with Auburn like you lose guys like Walker, Kessler and um Jabari Smith and uh, those are big losses. But you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a really interesting game and I think it just comes back to your point where if I was hidden, it's just a difficult team to not pick. You know, right. and if you want to ride Big Ten, like, why not? You
1: know, I'll get into what I think about that later. But I do think <laughs> Iowa will when uh, we'll win round one, okay. and I think the round two matchup against Houston. I don't think they'll win it, but I think that's going to be must watch watch TV, especially if Iowa gets hot. Okay, Yeah. If Iowa gets hot,
0: like, again, they can compete with anybody. Yeah. Like oh, it'll yeah. be Thanks. it'll be really interesting. All right. Let's get to Xavier. So okay. Xavier has had a really good year this year um sitting at a three spot in that actual in the same region the midwest region and they're playing Kennesaw State first we don't have to get too far into it I think some people like Kennesaw State as a little upset I don't personally um I mean I know they've had a solid year and they're a good team but like I just don't think I don't think Xavier's fallen early this year but well I don't
1: think so either
0: yeah yeah Yeah. tell me your some one thing I'll say
1: about that one thing I'll say about that is we talked about Iowa being inconsistent. Xavier isn't inconsistent to the level Iowa is, mm-hmm. but they did They, they did blow uh, games this year to Butler and to Paul. Neither yeah. of who are like competent teams, like worst teams in the Big East, and that cost them like the Big East regular season championship. Yeah, so they do know how to blow. I will say that, but um, mm-hmm. but I mean, I like their team a lot. They're a good team. Um. Jones and Boom, those are yeah. special guards. Yeah, I've, Jones is supposed to be a first-round draft pick this year. Colby
0: Jones, which is, is skyrocketing draft boards. Everybody yeah. loves him, and this is really a guy yeah. to look out for because he's been playing out of his mind too. But continue,
1: yes. He's 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 a great player, but really the leader of our team is Boom. Mm-hmm. That's a guy. If Xavier wants to run, you're gonna be hearing his name. He um he's. The, the clutchest player on the team, no doubt. Um, when it's clutch time, you want the ball in Boom's hands 10 times out of 10 over Jones. Um, he hits shots in the clutch. He does not miss free throws. He's a passer. He's just, he, he's a playmaker here. He creates shots for teammates. Um, yeah, and he he gets points too. I think he's averaging about 16, 17 right now. Um, <clears throat> he was shut down for the first time all year against Marquette. Uh-huh. But that was like his third straight game. I heard he was a little under the weather. Okay. It's all excuses, I guess, but he's a special player. I think mm-hmm. he could do big thing. They got um they got a guy named Kunkel. He's a knockdown three point shooter. Um they got a freshman named Claude. He's Claude. he's a young okay. Colby Jones. Okay. He'll be, okay. I don't think you'll hear about hear him too much in March, but okay. next year, I think he I think he'll be I think he is Potentially better than Colby Jones next year.
0: Okay. Okay. That is high praise. That's high praise right there. Because Colby Jones is playing out of his mind right now. Yeah. So that's high praise. That's very high praise.
1: Um, Xavier's been dealing with some injuries, right?
0: Yeah. A little bit of injuries.
1: Yeah. So their second leading scorer, Fremantle, he's out for the season. Yeah. I think he's averaging like 15, which is a lot to lose in college basketball. He's a big player. Big player to lose. Yeah. But continue. Yeah, so before he went down, I think Xavier was like a top-five offense, mm-hmm. which I don't think they are anymore. But he wasn't – the thing that that doesn't work – the thing about him that um, makes you not worry too much is he was not a good defender. Okay. And the guy that's replacing him, Jerome Hunter, mm-hmm. the lead defender. Okay. Which, honestly, in my opinion, is what Xavier needs. He needed more defense. Mm-hmm. So their offense has taken a hit, but I think their defense has taken almost as much as a gain. Okay. The only losses on their depth now they're down to only playing about seven guys confidently which hurts so that's where yeah. the losses are in depth but i think the 15 points a game doesn't hurt as much as you would think
0: okay okay yeah no that's
1: that's really like
0: good to know because like a lot of people will be like oh they lost their second league score like right. i'm gonna have them lose early and to be honest with you I still have them losing early. Like oh. I, I don't love their matchup with Iowa State. I think Iowa State's really good and been playing yeah. hard. They were one of my upset picks um in the first first part of the show. And like Iowa State looked really good in the Big 12 tournament. And I just don't know <laughs> if it's a great matchup for the Xavier team. Yeah. But you know, like Xavier's interesting. Like they're they're a really interesting team because we don't know what we'll see without Fremantle. And um You know, I wanted to be all in on them. I picked them in my conference tournament pick them to win their conference tournament. That's why Mm -hmm. I was like super hyped that they were in the championship. And then they got smoked by Marquette. So, you know, it's just really interesting stuff. You don't know with Xavier. How far do you see them kind of going in this tournament?
1: Uh, We'll save that talk for the final four talk, my friend. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. All right. We're going to move on. Let's get to some upsets. Let's do it. Okay? Let's do it. I, I had you and Asher give me some big upsets, and I want to talk about these games. So give me your number one upset that you want to talk about. Number
1: one upset I want to talk about. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to go with my top top two upset teams. Can I do that? Okay. Okay. So I'm in. My number one upset team, I got Charleston going to the street 16. Okay. I won't okay. go too much into them because I know you covered that with Asher. Yep. But they got about six guys averaging ten points. Um, they're hot right now. They're just a great team, and then they're going to be playing out playing a banged up Virginia team in the Sweet Sixteen, which I think favors them. Okay. Or, yeah. We're sorry. In the round of thirty-two. Okay. And then the second, my second big upset team, uh, in round in round one is Kent State versus Indiana. Okay. Okay. So okay. Kent State, they played. They've played some good games. They lost to Houston by only by five. Okay. Only lost to Gonzaga by seven. So they can hang mm-hmm. with the big dogs. And to be honest, I'm a Big Ten hater. Okay. Ten okay. Hater. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. What's up with the
0: Big Ten for you? What's you know, I'm on?
1: not going to pretend there's a ton of logic behind it, as in what I've studied this year. But I just know year after year, I always overrate the Big Ten in March. And they kill <laughs> my bracket every year. So this year I went in with the philosophy I'm just betting against the Big 10. Okay. know every okay. situation. Okay. And I see Kent State is an upset team. They're playing a Big 10 school. I'm going Kent yep. State. Okay. I like that. It brings a it brings a different
0: opinion into the podcast because uh part one we had Asher and I we both went with Indiana. We were like everybody's on the Kent State train and we were like, "Oh, Indiana. I like this. I like seeing Mm-hmm. I mean and Kent State they're the perfect team for it. I get it 100%. These guys yeah. rolled through the MAC. They were unbelievable. They had a great game against Toledo to win the MAC championship yeah. and they're a fantastic defensive team, which is it's difficult. It's it's going to be really interesting to see. And Indiana's been up and down like we haven't seen
1: Right, right. We haven't time.
0: seen a consistent Indiana team. So I'm re- I like that. I'm really excited to see that game, especially because I want to see Kent state. Like I want to see if they're for real. They have really good big play and that'll be exciting. And I love Charleston. I love Charleston. I'm all in. with there. That was one of the teams we covered part one and gosh, they're good, man. They can really shoot the lights out. I'm excited for them. I like that. I'm riding with you with Charleston there. Um, we were talking about a couple others that I wanted to discuss. Sure. You liked Oral Roberts. Tell me a little bit about that
1: one a little Yeah. Bit. They're a good team, man. Okay. Um, <clears throat> they brought in a number of guys from the portal. They brought okay. in a Vanderbilt guard, mm-hmm. who's I think averaging close to 20 this year. He's okay. having a season. They brought in a seven-five center, who's just an elite rim protector. He's been as you probably assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they got those two, those two guys. They're on the longest win streak in the country. Yep. Ridiculously long win streak. I don't see him pulling it out. However. Okay. I mean, if they were playing any other five seed, right. Mm-hmm. But you're playing Duke who's also one of the hottest teams in the country. You yeah. just won the ACC. Yeah. And it's Duke. Yeah. Like you don't want to play a hot thing out of five seed. That's just incredibly unfortunate for world. I know. Rangers. I know. Um, Yeah, what are you seeing on that one? I mean, with that one, it's really interesting
0: because like you were talking about with Oral Roberts, they got Max A. Smith, who's unbelievable, ridiculous Mm -hmm. score guard, like unreal. And the seven five big is incredible. The guy can shoot, too. Like he could do whatever you want. He's a great pick and popper. It's like, you know, it's tough to stop. Um, And then you look at Duke and you're like, they've put it together. You know, they had That's three, cool. three top 10 recruits, three top 10 recruits, yeah. um, Derek Lively, Derek Whitehead and um, Kyle Flippikowski. And they're all really showing up. Like they've, they've turned it around from the beginning of the year where you're like, is Duke going to be for real? And now they're for real. Like they've yeah. figured it out. They rolled through the ACC t- tournament and, you know, it looked really good. But the thing that it also reminds me of, and I mentioned this to you last year, it mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit of Iowa from last year.
1: That's a good point. Iowa That's a good point.
0: Rolled through the Big Ten, looked right. really good, insane. First and then they got it. an interesting matchup in Richard in Richmond. And everybody was like, oh, Iowa, final four. Everybody you called, like, it. You called it final four. And I last year I was like, Richmond i gave you
1: so much crap for that yeah
0: yeah you gave me so much crap and i knew richmond would come out in that game but that was also because i watched (laughs) him and i liked him but like this year this year my gut tells me just stick with duke because like it's a blue blood and i don't know i mean now i feel like i'm talking myself out of it but duke (laughs) duke man like I, I don't know like it's hard yeah. to it's hard to bet against a team that has three top ten recruits compared to an Iowa team where they can be on or off you know right, and I right. always been that way for the past like five years so like that's where it's like okay I'd rather pick Duke but or Roberts like if you want to pick them as an upset team it's a hundred percent a great pick because they're awesome yeah they're flat out awesome
1: all right yeah. Looks, let's um, get to Oh, Can I bounce one more? Yeah, no, off? no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talking about talented teams at two low seeds, mm-hmm. look at Creighton as the potential upset team. Yeah. They have a hard matchup against NC State first round. Mm-hmm. NC yeah. State, they've lost a decent number of games, but they're almost all within 10 to top teams. They've okay. lost to Duke, Syracuse, Miami, Pitt, and Kansas, all by under 10. Okay. Um, so they're a good team, but this Creighton team, man, they're pre- they preseason top 10. Yeah. They're one of the, arguably the top three talented team in the country. Yeah. I've heard people throw out that they're one of the most, the most talented team in the country. I don't mm-hmm. know if I buy that, but people say it. Yep. Um. So they're extremely talented. And their losses has come from when their best player was injured. Yeah. One of their best players. So now they're fully healthy. They're coming in at a sixth seed. <clears throat> I think they win round one. They get Baylor round two most likely. Yep. I think they win that. Yep. And then they'll be playing an Arizona team who I love. So I'm not gonna pick against Arizona, but they're they're dangerous, they can make a run to the elite eight, no doubt.
0: Yeah, I a thousand percent agree. That's exactly what I had in my bracket. I love Ryan Nemhard so much. Yeah, he is such a great guard, and like Craden. we talked about it early in the season like this team's going to be scary and they had some weird losses at the beginning of the year and they had some injuries like you were saying yeah yeah they're figuring out now they're like Duke they're scary 14 of
1: their last 18
0: yeah that's scary that is scary. 100% scary and I love that I love that Creighton's another six seed that's scary those six seeds to me are scary like I like Iowa State I like Creighton those are both Two yeah, teams that, that can really make a run at it that are just difficult. Creighton's yeah. especially difficult to match up with. And I know – I get what you're saying about NC State. I still like Creighton. I just, yeah, no, I like
1: I'm it. with you there. I'm with you there. Yeah. What do yeah. you see – Um, what are you thinking in the Creighton potential – Creighton-Arizona matchup? That would be really interesting because,
0: <laughs> like, Creighton, you love the players there, um, Nemhard mm-hmm. especially. And Arizona, they got great bigs. And I love yeah. Tommy Lloyd. I love Tommy Lloyd. And I talked about this a little bit when I predicted my final four in part one. But that matchup really was tough for me. I yeah. went with Arizona, just like you. I had yeah. to stick with – I love Tommy Lloyd. He's one of my favorite coaches in college basketball. I love him. Um, I had to just stick with Zona there. But to me, that's a toss-up. Yeah. Like, Creighton's really good. And – um, you know like asher and i talked about it and asher loves baylor so like baylor is a tough really? matchup too you know like yeah. they got a great coach and scott drew and they got defensive mm-hmm. players and great guards like you know it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be really interesting. yeah it's gonna be fun and you know like i'm interested to see how far Creighton will go um the big east is good this year man it's good yeah, really good.
1: Yeah. No, I bet heavy on the Big East this year, I think, yeah. as we've already seen. We'll continue to see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, speaking of Big East. I'm sort of, of big East. Against the Big Ten this year, betting okay. for the Big East. Okay. Yeah, speaking
0: of it. Big East, let's talk Providence, because we were talking a little bit before, and you love yes. Providence. So kind of cue the listeners in and tell us what's so special about Providence in this tournament
1: Man, i mean i'd say just from i mean i don't know too many like stats about their team or even the players because i didn't feel like i need to research them at all yeah i think any big east fan would tell you they're they're almost every bit as good as xavier and marquette like they're right there going into the tournament i don't think any big east fan would have been surprised if providence won it so the fact we got marquette at what are they a two seed three seed i think two seed yeah two seed two seed yep the fact we got Marquette at a two-seed and Providence, who is really about the same level at, I think, an 11-seed, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yep. They're a very – I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Providence made a Final Four run. Okay. I'm not predicting okay. that. But they're a team that has that talent at an 11-seed, which is crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just an unfortunate matchup for anyone who catches them at an 11 for sure.
0: Yeah, I no. Um, puppy, yeah. Looking looking at some of their uh top games, they beat UConn once and lost to mm-hmm. them twice. And then um they won and lost to Marquette, and then and mm-hmm. lost to Creighton. And Xavier actually beat them twice. And close they have game. some, yeah, close, close games. Uh they had some tough losses out of conference, lost to TCU and Miami. But again, those are two really good teams. Um, I love Miami coming out. I talked about it a little bit, part one. And then TCU's tough. They're tough. I think the Big Twelve yeah. is probably the best conference right now, and it's really? yeah, the Big Twelve is stacked, dude. Absolutely stacked. And TCU. I don't really- watch a lot of them this year, to be honest. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot of stacked teams there. Um, like Iowa State, really talented. Um, we could throw Baylor right there, three seed. You could throw Kansas. I mean, there's some ridiculous. Yeah, what are you thinking Big about 12. Kansas this year? Kansas. Um looking at my bracket I feel like they have a tough matchup second round. I do.
1: Really? And that's Arkansas. Second, Arkansas? Yeah,
0: okay. Okay. Arkansas is really tough for them and uh my buddy Gus Simon will love that cuz he was all in on Arkansas last year. Really but, okay. okay. Uh, I love uh Eric Musselman, fantastic coach and um Anthony Black is getting a lot of NBA buzz. He's ninth really? right now in prospects. Uh, he's six eight point guard, really talented. Yeah. And Arkansas, they always have these wings that just defend their ass off. Like, yeah. it's insane. They play so hard and are just ridiculously talented. I love Arkansas in that matchup. It's yeah. really difficult. If Kansas squeaks by, then they got UConn.
1: I think and, they have the hardest path of a one seed. I'm with you.
0: Yeah. It's, well, I think path. them and Purdue – them and Purdue because Purdue's really tough Dude. too. Purdue, Purdue would have to go through. Um, let me look at Memphis or um, FAU, and Memphis is really okay. tough. We talked about that a little part one with Kendrick Davis. They're tough. They're really tough. And then You're next taking Memphis be, over FAU. I'm taking Memphis over FAU. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. And Memphis. Memphis is just tough, dude. Like Kendrick Davis and a lot of guys that are really good. And mm-hmm. like I, I'm i just nervous about that matchup with Purdue. You know, it'll be really interesting there. Yeah. And Purdue with their young guards, it's just tough for me, you know. Um, and then getting back to Arkansas, Kansas, like again, it's the wing depth and stuff like that. It it just really scares me. And you know, I love I think Kansas is really good. Jalen is a monster. Grady Dick's really good. Right. But um, you know, I just I just don't love it. I think Eric Musselman, fantastic coach, be able to get the job done there.
1: Yeah. I know uh Kansas's coach has had some problems recently too. Yeah. I heard he got out of the hospital like this week, which I Yeah, he got, he got he got reason. out of the hospital.
0: Yeah, he got out of the hospital this week and he'll be back for the tournament, which is good news. Yeah. Really good news,
1: yeah. That's um, that's good news, but um, that yeah. could hurt him for sure. It could 100 percent, whatever.
0: 100 percent. All right, getting yeah. back to the big east, we're kind of jumping around, which I love. I love we're getting into some good discussion, <laughs> yeah, but um, let's get to Marquette, okay? We were talking Marquette, a little pre show, and yeah, I mean, I don't love Marquette, but um, Asher told me, which was really interesting. Um, one of his contacts at Marquette, who's a former assistant at Michigan, who's now there, they were saying that they're hearing all the noise of, like, not, not getting recognized, Um, and they're looking at a banner. They're looking at a banner. Okay. They're, they're, like, they're like yeah. pumped. So I want to hear about Marquette, kind of, you've been watching Big East a lot, so tell me a little bit about them, and should we take
1: them for real? Like, what's going on here? Definitely take them for real. Okay. Uh, this was something I learned the hard way. Um, I was sleeping on them honestly until the big East tournament. Okay. I thought, I thought they were overrated. I thought Providence and Xavier were right there with them. Um, and they completely separated themselves in the tournament. They ran through the tournament. They beat Xavier by like 15 in the championship. Honestly, could have been 30 if you watched the game. Sheesh. Sheesh. They have um they have an amazing coach and shock is smart. Yeah. I think yeah. he completely outcoached Sean Miller in the championship game. Had a game plan in the shutdown boom. I mean, just perfect game plan for Xavier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think him as a coach is going to come in clutch in the tournament. Um, they have an incredible defense. I mean, Xavier's one, one of the better offensive teams in the country. When they were playing Marquette, Marquette just makes the court look small. Like, there's just yeah. nowhere to go. Yeah. You don't see guys driving gaps. You don't see any of that. They mm-hmm. just have incredible team defense. They'll throw up different looks. They'll throw in a press. They'll throw in a zone. Yeah. They got elite man-to-man defense. Um, and then they're led by a guy named Tyler Kolick. You will, I think by the end of this tournament, he's going to be a household name. Okay. Yes, they do. okay. okay. He's special, man. Mm-hmm. He's a good defender. And the stuff he does in offense is impressive. He just wiggles by guys. He plays strong. He's got a good finish. He can shoot the three. If they make a run, you're going to be hearing his name for sure. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very, very
0: interesting. Um, A lot of my early brackets, I didn't know what to make of them. And I was just like, you know, they got Michigan state second round. And we talked about it for a long time. And that's just a really interesting matchup because States on and off, like all these big 10 teams are on and off, which is really frustrating to me. You know, it's really frustrating, frustrating to pick. So you know, like that's a really interesting matchup. And then they could they could have Providence in the sweet sixteen if Providence makes a run, or they could I have think Kansas they will. State. I
1: think they you know? will.
0: Yeah. Right. And like that could be advantage Providence, because they've seen him so many times. Or mm-hmm. it could be advantage Marquette. Like we don't know there, you know? Yeah. And then um they also could hit Duke, who who is trouble. Duke or Purdue. Um, I mean right. like I think we can both agree. Tennessee is probably not going to make it yeah, out because, that. yeah. And I mean, it just stinks because I love Tennessee preseason and without mm-hmm. Ziegler, they're just not the same team. They're not right. the same team. And it's, it's kind of sad to see because I love Tennessee yeah. and Louisiana, though. They're good. They're really good. Which really? that that's one of the upsets. I didn't really talk about part one that. Um, okay. One I haven't part, heard much in. about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, Louisiana is good. I would watch out for that one, one hundred
1: percent. Okay. Okay.
0: But um, yeah, no. Um, other than that, like, I really think Marquette, like Marquette, Providence, that region. Uh, other than Duke, they could get out of. You know. Like, yeah.
1: No, it's for gonna sure. be really interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. I love sport. if they get state second round. That's gonna be a fun game. Is over. Be really seven. fun. That's, yeah. going to be, that's going to be a great game to watch. I know, 100%.
0: All right, let's get to our
1: picks, okay? um, I picked my okay. final
0: four on the show. I'm going to let you pick your final four, get even with me. What do you got for final
1: four? All right, let's start it with uh, Alabama. Okay. I hate to okay. say it, I'm not an Alabama guy. Uh-huh. I was pumped when they sucked in football. I hate to say it are great in basketball. <clears throat> They're a team I don't know a lot about, mm-hmm. but I know I hate them. And I just, every week, you just see another Alabama win, another Alabama win. Like, they're just a team that gets <laughs> the job done at the end of the day.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. They've had all this controversy all year. Uh, their best player has been in a lot of controversy. Yeah. And he still, he still just gets buckets. He doesn't uh, care. The team doesn't care. I think they like He's it. a monster. I think they like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's insane.
1: <laughs> I think they've sort of embraced the bad guy role and they just mm. win games. Yeah. So, I got them in the Final Four. Um, I think their hard game will be against Arizona. I think Arizona will give them a game. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so you got them in the Final Four facing Marquette. Okay. I think Marquette Marquette runs the table in their division, gets to the Final Four. Okay. Okay. Um, They just – we talked about it earlier. They got elite defense, great coaching, um, some star players. I think they have the making of a Final Four team, no doubt. Mm Mm-hmm. Then I got Houston in the final four. Okay. Um, I think they have one of the easier paths of a one seed. Yeah. At least the way I picked my bracket, I would say they did. Yeah. They um, do. Yeah, I think they're just a good all round team, right? Mm-hmm. I think they'll make the final four. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of bias here, but I think they're going to be playing Xavier. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's bold. <but> I <laughs> it is kind of bold. Yeah, it it is. It is. I believe in the fellas. Uh, You know, Boom's just a clutch player, dude. He gets the job done. I'm going to love to see him playing in March on a big-time team. He's also – I think he's going to be playing this March for a spot in the NBA. He really does his stuff. Yeah. He's got that on his mind. Uh, Great coach in Sean Miller. I think that will help him in the tournament.
0: Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. And then give give me your finals. Give me your prediction right here.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I'm realizing now I screwed up. I picked Xavier over Houston. So Xavier's in the final four, not Houston. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah All yeah. right, all
0: right, all right. You're my good, bet. you're good,
1: you're good. So who's yeah. you
0: out of the West then?
1: So my finals is going to be Alabama versus Gonzaga. Okay, Alabama,
0: so okay. Gonzaga. The Gonzaga the would be out of the West. I got you, I got you. Yes, yes, yes. So, so you'd I'm have not- Gonzaga over
1: Xavier. There it is. Yes, sir, yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, all right, all right. So I'm not a huge Gonzaga guy. Uh But I think they just have the right lineup. They're going to be playing uh two city and UCLA, who I think they've been dealing with injuries, right? Uh huh. Yep. They've been yeah. I think they lost. Yeah, they lost um a starter. I want to say he's averaging thirteen points.
0: Yeah, I think it's Bernard. I'm not positive on the name, but um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think Jalen Clark is who it is. Jalen
0: Clark, that's who it was. He's averaging thirteen. I don't know who I was thinking of.
1: Thirteen, he's our he's the Pac-12 defensive player of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: players, that's a massive loss.
0: Massive, massive.
1: Right. So I think they get past UCLA. Um, I think they get past Kansas, make it to the Final Four. Because I haven't played Xavier, I think they. I think if they are playing Xavier, they'll make it to the championship.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: So maybe I screwed myself by taking Xavier to the Final Four. <laughs> but yeah, I got Alabama and Zag in the championship, and I think Alabama gets the job done again
0: okay all right yeah. all what right got? so i said on part one my final four was alabama mm-hmm. versus duke okay. okay and then houston versus uconn
1: mm. that's my
0: final four mm. so here are predictions you ready i got duke over alabama really i think I think Duke.
1: okay.
0: I think at that time Alabama's just not shooting well. They finally get their shots off. They've had a game every year where their shots don't fall. Oklahoma, they lost by 35 points at Oklahoma because they couldn't hit a shot. It happens. Okay. Yeah. That's why I was a little scared to put them in my final four in general. But really? I just I just was like, I don't see anybody else beating them. Arizona was tough. I love Arizona, but I don't love Arizona enough because last year I was all in on Arizona and that didn't help me at all. So um, this year I'm sticking with Duke over at Bama. I'm putting Bama in my final four there. Then my other game, Houston, UConn. I think this is tough. I think this would be a very tough game for Houston to squeak out of a lot of athletes on the floor in this game. UConn's got a couple of guys that are getting some draft buzz and Houston's got Jairus Walker, who's Mm -hmm. near the top of draft boards. He's unbelievable. And they also if this is all of Marcus Sasser is good. Like if Marcus Sasser is good, like Houston's the best team in basketball, in my opinion, 100 percent. So I'm taking Houston in that game. I just think Kelvin. uh, I think it's Kevin Sam. Samson with what Calvin Sampson. Calvin Sampson, the coach. Yeah, I got it. All right. He is coaching at a different level right now. I think he's the best coach in college basketball. He's been doing a great job with the team. Like Houston's unbelievable. One of easily, in my opinion, the best. And that's why I have them as my champion over Duke. Um, I think it would be a really close game. I have the score being 65 to 60, really tough, grinded out game. Yeah. And I think it'll be interesting. I'm excited, man. I'm really excited. Yeah.
1: No, those are some fun yeah. picks. I like
0: that. I know. I know. I'm excited. Um that's gonna wrap it up, man. That's gonna wrap it up. We kinda I like
1: it. That was fun, yeah. man. That was fun.
0: Yeah, no, time flew. Time flew in this one. Yeah, dude. but um, that's gonna wrap up part two of the March Madness Extravaganza. I'd like to thank Jonas Saron for joining me on the pod. Thanks for and, having me. And yeah. No, that's going to wrap it up. Hopefully, Jonah can join me again soon. It'd be great. Um, anyways, I, I hope we doing
1: you... some uh, Big Ten football talk.
0: Yeah, I know. We'll it. have to get a football one going soon. Uh, sure, it, sure. it should be interesting. All right. Well, like, subscribe, do whatever you got to do for the podcast. And I will see you all next time. Peace.